We are stardust. We are golden. And we've got to get ourselves back to the garden. Some of you have a tune running through your head right now. Joni Mitchell penned those words when she desperately wanted to go to Woodstock. But she was stuck in a hotel in New York City instead. So she turned on the television and watched everything about it that they put on the news, which I'm told you didn't used to have 24-hour news channels, so that was not as much. Joni Mitchell felt really sorry for herself, and her longing to be there led her to write the song Woodstock. And she concluded Woodstock with these lines, We are stardust, billion-year-old carbon. We are golden, caught in the devil's bargain. And we've got to get ourselves back to the garden. Joni Mitchell's longing was to get to the garden, to connect with creation, to lose the smog and get her soul free, to dream of bombers turning into butterflies. And I believe that that the longing she experienced is an expression of a longing that's deeply embedded within all of us. A deep longing for something more. And it's expressed in different ways for different people. But overall, this longing, this, this expression, is this trying to get ourselves back to the garden. And the, this Lent, the garden we're going for, it is so much better than Yasger's farm in Woodstock. Probably less smelly, too. The garden we long for is the garden where it all began. The garden where we came from, the garden of paradise, the garden of Eden. It's that longing, that feeling, that deep knowledge that we are dust connected with other dust. We're held together with all of creation and everything belongs. Even when we don't feel like it, it's the breath of God that animates us and that brings these dusty bones to life. And that famous music festival that Joni Mitchell missed... It was just a pale reflection of the deep longings of humankind. The longings that reveal our sense that there's something more. Longings for freedom and peace, self-expression and music, community and mind-altering experiences. But when we pay attention to our human longings, they can lead us back to our deep soul longings. That sense of what's missing, that God-shaped hole in our lives. When we feel separated and isolated, we long for things to hold together. And when we feel left out, we long for belonging. When we feel sick, we long for wholeness. When we're afraid, we long for security and surety. When we feel chaos overwhelming us, we long for order in the cosmos. What is it that you're longing for today? What would it mean... For your soul to get free. And how can those longings lead you back to Christ? Today we're celebrating Jesus the Christ. And we're not and we're likely familiar with Jesus. At least I hope that you're familiar with Jesus. Jesus the healer, Jesus the teacher, Jesus the miracle worker. I love Jesus. I love studying Jesus. I love talking about Jesus. I learn so much from Jesus on a daily basis. Jesus challenges me and calls me and loves me. This I know, and I hope you know this too. 
But Jesus is so much more than a mere human, a good person, a moral teacher. We're talking about Jesus Christ. And maybe you think of Christ as just Jesus' last name. Sometimes we say Jesus, like, you know, Madonna or any other one-syllable word. And sometimes we'll share in genteel curses, like Jesus H. Christ. But Christ is not Jesus' last name. Instead, when we say Jesus Christ, we're making an assertion that Jesus is the Christ. Jesus is the Messiah. Jesus is the Anointed One. Jesus is the cosmic Christ, the one who existed before time began, the one who was in the heart of God, eternally begotten. Jesus the Christ was never created. Unlike all of us, we were created. Jesus the Christ was never created. Jesus has always, the Christ has always existed. There was no moment at which Christ did not exist. And as we read in Colossians, Jesus the Christ was before all things. All things were created through Christ and for Christ. In Christ, all things hold together. In Christ, all things were created in heaven and earth, invisible and visible. And in calling him the cosmic Christ, which is a historic term dating back to the second century, in calling him the cosmic Christ, maybe we can get a sense of Christ's vastness. The word cosmic comes from cosmos, or universe. But cosmos is so much more than universe, because cosmos implies the opposite of chaos. So unlike chaos, cosmos is an ordering of the universe. It's holding everything together. So here's Jesus the Christ holding everything together. Paul in Colossians writes of all things, all things, all things. Christ is holding together all things from all time and all space. Christ is holding together all of creation. Christ has the whole world in his hands. And this is such an important reminder as we continue our Lenten Carbon Fast. Our Mission and Justice team chose this theme because so many of us are despairing about the future. What future is there for our Earth and for future generations? We know ourselves. We know humankind. We know that humans pollute and harm and distort the image of God in each other and in all creation. We think back to the very first Adam, or Adam, the first human we read about today. And Adam forgot that he was Adam, a human earth creature made from Adama, the Hebrew word for soil, a human made from dirt. And we need a new way to be human. We need a new Adam. We long for someone who will hold the earth together, who will reconcile all of creation to himself, who will invite and empower us to participate in this restoration of creation. Fortunately, the cosmic Christ, the one before all time, the one who was not created but was the impetus for creation, this cosmic Christ chooses to be born human, Adam. Christ becomes the new human, the second Adam. And this new human, the second Adam, cares, restores, and reconciles, where the old Adam, the first human, 
polluted, harmed, and distorted. Christ holds the earth together and makes the church his body. And in our baptism into Christ's death and resurrection, we become part of Christ's body, Christ's universal cosmic body. We're no longer just earthquake creatures, chaos blowing in the wind with our longings just pouring out of us. But because the cosmic Christ became what we are, Christ will bring us all to cosmic glory. Made like Christ, like Christ we will rise, bringing together the human dust and the divine breath. Through the power of Jesus the Christ, we are not alone. We live in God's world, and God continues to redeem and restore and recreate all that is around us, and even us. Christ is stardust. Christ is golden. And Christ is the only one who can lead us back to the garden. Amen. Amen.